Hello, and thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Citation Podcast with me, Emma McGrath, Professional Support Lawyer at Citation. As part of our Bite Size series, in today's episode, I'll be discussing some of the key considerations when it comes to making and withdrawing job offers. It's great news where you've gone through the interview process and found someone you want to recruit, particularly in today's tricky employment market. But the next stage of the recruitment process is just as crucial to get right in terms of making the job offer. The first consideration is whether to make the job offer conditional or unconditional. And I would generally advise our clients to say make it conditional on some requirements. So, for example, it's really standard to make it conditional on receiving satisfactory references. I'd also advise making it conditional on evidencing the right to work in the UK. And on this, remember, it's really important not to make assumptions on who may or may not have the right to work in the UK, but to ask all candidates to prove this. In some roles, you'll also want to make it conditional on having a satisfactory DBS check. And there may be other conditions that you may want to introduce which are unique to your organisation or your sector. Another consideration we get asked is whether you can ask medical questions as part of making a job offer. It's really important to remember that employers shouldn't ask medical questions during the recruitment process apart from in very limited circumstances. These include, for example, whether they need to make reasonable adjustments during the recruitment process and to establish whether or not an applicant can carry out an intrinsic function of the work. So that means a really key function of the role. So our general advice is to try and avoid medical questions wherever possible. The final consideration is getting the main terms right on the job offer. You'd normally want to put all the main terms in the actual job offer, and that includes a start date. You might also want to include a statement that the relevant job offer terms are the only ones included in that letter. This is just in case someone promised something at the interview, which actually isn't going to form part of the contract. Finally, make sure that there's no kind of discrimination issues within the job offer itself and the terms. So, for example, if you're offering someone who's going to work for you part-time less benefits than their new colleagues have who are full-time, then this could be a part-time discrimination claim. You might also want to send a copy of the actual contract with the job offer. It's now a requirement that the contract is in place by day one of employment. So that's covering off making job offers. But what happens if you end up in a tricky situation where you actually need to withdraw the job offer before the candidate has started working for you? The first thing to consider is why you're doing this and how to communicate. So importantly, make sure that there's no element of potential discrimination in the reason why you're withdrawing the job offer. For example, if an employer should withdraw a job offer because they find out that the candidate is pregnant, then this is going to be a clear sex discrimination case. Or, for example, if an employer tells a Muslim candidate that they have a recruitment freeze because they've lost a major contract, but then they also recruit a Christian candidate to a different role, this could lead to a claim of religious discrimination. It's also important to think about how you tell the candidate. We come across people all the time in our business lives and you might want to preserve that business relationship into the future. Perhaps a phone call will go a long way to helping smooth over the withdrawal as opposed to simply sending them a letter. The next key consideration is whether or not a contract has been formed. If you've sent the job offer and made it conditional on something such as 
for example, satisfactory references, then if those references come back unsatisfactory, it's very easy to withdraw the job offer on the basis that the conditions have not been met. The next consideration is whether the employee has actually accepted the offer. So if your change of heart has come before they have done, then again, it may be um, easy to, to withdraw the offer. If you're in a situation where an unconditional offer has been made or the reason why you're withdrawing isn't to do with the conditions, so for example, you've had a loss of funding, then it is likely that if the employee's accepted the offer, there is going to be a contract in place. It's necessary though to think about whether you put all the main terms to the to the candidate. If you haven't detailed all the main terms of the offer in the offer letter, for example, you didn't put in a start date, then there may be an argument that there hasn't been a contract formed because not everything was clearly agreed. But in the absence of all these arguments, you're likely to be looking at a contract being in place and therefore to withdraw the job offer, you effectively need to give notice as you would do if the employee had started work. If there's been no mention of the notice period in the offer letter, then it might be that, that no notice is required because the statutory minimum notice for somebody who's got under a month's employment is nil. But if you did mention a notice period within the offer of employment, then it's likely that you'd have to give the employee this amount of notice. And one final point, what if it's actually the candidate who backs out rather than the employer? This can happen sometimes, for example, if they've been offered another more lucrative job. Unfortunately, from the employer's point of view, there's not really much they can do. The most is to be able to argue that a contract was formed and therefore the employee should have served notice. But it's really hard to quantify what the employer's actually lost by the employee not starting. And therefore, really, there's probably not much mileage in any kind of claim. It's unfortunately just one of those things. Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoyed listening to our bite-sized episode on making and withdrawing a job offer. Please stay tuned for upcoming episodes of our series. Remember, if you need the backing of citations experts on any of the topics, get in touch with us at podcast at citation.co.uk. Goodbye. <laughs>